six. Yeah, it's been two weeks since we did it, so it's kind of hard to remember. We had to take some time off because there was nothing happening. There's stuff happening. Just nothing I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> what should we start off with? Start off with how I played Red Dead Redemption 2 for 60 hours last week instead of doing a podcast. <laughs> That's a true story. That was one of the worst game endings ever. All you do is end up on a farm. Getting yelled at by your bitch wife after spending all your money on a house. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's like a little bit too close to real life. Like, I play video games to escape real life. And that seems like... That seems like the destiny that everyone wants for us. Yeah, I literally played the game for probably... Literally 60 hours killing people and then the end of the game was just building houses which is a job I've had in real life (laughs) (laughs) so spend like two hours just building a house you have to like mock out stalls and shit like what a lame that part of the game just it's so fucking lame it was fucked up because Red Dead Redemption the oh shit the first one what Is the song still playing? No, something's got... Fuck it up. Yeah, the the wavelength shouldn't be that big. I think we're yelling. (laughs) Fuck. It's not that big. I think your wavelengths are big because you're yelling. Oh. Talk like a normal human being. I can't. (laughs) I can only talk like a betcher. <laughs> but anyways, the fucking first Red Dead Redemption, you literally had to kill like 400 men at the last part of the game and then you get to bang your wife and that's the end of the game. <laughs> it's way better than what the first or the second one. Yeah, and his wife's just a bitch the whole time. Like, she's just like getting mad at him for like not letting people shoot them and stuff. Well, she, like, buys a wedding dress with the money I took from killing the ranch, the next ranch over. She buys a dress that's not even a dress, it's a present for me. And then I have to say my real name, and then two guys try and kill me and our son. And I have to kill them both, and then she gets mad at me for that. (laughs) I was like, you fucking bitch. Should have left you in St. Denis to be a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we're gonna switch over to the next topic Venezuela (laughs) (laughs) and uh so far it was only like two Americans that got caught trying to do the military coup against um Nicolas Maduro Maduro yeah uh Silver Corp is what the fucking the mercenary company. The mercenary company. Yeah, and they, for some reason, were tweeting Donald Trump before they went and did it. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna go do this." <laughs> well, they. Daddy, look at me. They posted a video on their 
website of what they were going to do. <laughs> like, to uh, Wong Guido, they sent him a video of what they were going to do and how they were going to help him. Yeah, because that's the whole plan is to help him uh, oust Maduro and then he can be Amer- the American's little sock puppet. Well, they're, they're, one plan was to illegally take over an airport, which is like some 1980s fucking Bruce Willis evil shit. <laughs> Even the name Silver Corp? It sounds like... <laughs> It just sounds like, um, it sounds like that, uh, like a video, like a sci-fi, uh, outfit. Silver Corp is, like, second best, because I'm sure there's, like, a gold, a gold corp that's <laughs> ultimate. So... Gold Corp would have actually succeeded in doing what they were planning. Wang Guido chose, he was trying to fucking... Well, he's already decla- saved some money, so he went for Silver Corp. He's already declared himself president, and elder like half the world was like, "Yeah, sure, that's fine." Well, f- eight of their guys trying to get in Venezuela got caught by a fisherman. Yeah, because uh, the Venezuelan Navy, the uh, the Bolivar during the Bolivarian Revolution when Hugo Chavez took over Venezuela. He armed the he armed the people so that he gave the farmers and fishermen guns. Yeah, so that so that they could defend the country because they knew that if by pursuing a political agenda that again goes against what the Americans want, so he was going to have to defend. They were going to be under attack because they, they watched they they're. Um, allies with Cuba so they've watched what happened with Cuba for the last 60 years every Venezuelan fisherman has a fishing net and an AK yeah (laughs) (laughs) they got caught like with a shit ton of guns too and like ammunition in a car they just tried to drive over the border and the border patrol just like looked in their car and was like what the fuck are you doing? They probably... The Border Patrol probably knew when they were entering the country because they've got... Well, they were coming from Colombia. Yeah, which is right So three door. white guys coming from Colombia in a car. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Plus they had posted a bunch of shit on Instagram. Like pictures of them training. Where they're like, we're tra- training, to, training to take down a foreign government. Well, the one guy looked at Luke Alexander Denham... He looks like a CIA operative. He looks like a guy that would blow up a school. He look. He kind of looks like that. Uh, the CIA guy off of Narcos. He looks like every video game character I've made, where I just tried to make them a freak. Like give him <laughs> a super big head, little eyes, cauliflower little ears. ears. He didn't even have cauliflower ears. They were just real little. It looked like they clipped his ears like a bulldog. <laughs> like this guy was a fucking bulldog. He was probably a product of inbreeding. Just like some bulldogs. <laughs> Come on, how, how fucking dumb do you have to be to, like, go and try and take down a foreign government? When the CIA is telling you it's not a good idea? Because it came out... That, well, first the CIA said, yeah, we, we knew they were up to doing this, and we told them not to do it. The... the, the 
the funniest part is they tried to go into sneak into another country to, while the entire world's under lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> while it's literally like no one can cross borders and you try and cross borders with a small arsenal. <laughs> I never even thought of that part. <laughs> like, like what kind of fucking idiot inbred tries to go to another country during a world lockdown with rocket launchers, grenades, ammo... And the Venezuelan government has been, uh, they've been, they canceled rent. They've been handing out food, doing, like, all the stuff that people wanted them to do here, they, they did. That's that, uh... Maduro. Maduro. It's hard to f- remember his name. Because I hear Maduro and I just think of Mudela beer for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and Maduro sounds like a drug cartel. Well, the Americans do have a $15 million bounty on his head for drug dealing, supposedly. Is Venezuela even like a drug country? At uh, one time it was when, when the military dictatorship that the Americans propped up. Like cocaine? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be one of the big stops for cocaine. I don't know whether that's... The case now, I think a lot of the talk about it, be, them being involved, is just Amer- the Americans wanting their oil. Because <laughs> isn't Venezuela like Cuba? It's like, everyone thinks it's a third world country, but it's actually like first world. Yeah. Where they have like, universal health care. Yeah. And shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> and America fucking calls them a third world country, even though America has no health care at all. America wants their oil. They they national when Hugo Chavez took over he nationalized their oil sector, and that's how he's paying for all their social programs. They they've took like I think they've took forty million people out of poverty, like and there's not it's not a very big population that it's not even a big country. No, it's a tiny country. Like I'm pretty sure Southern Alberta is bigger, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Like. I don't think we realize how big Canada is. Like, our province is bigger than the majority of countries. Yeah, especially, like, um, European countries. Like, you could probably fit most of Europe inside Alberta. (laughs) That's just funny, though, to fucking do a military coup and get caught. Yeah. By, like, fishermen and border patrol. Well, they obviously miss. They obviously believe the American propaganda that the people don't support the government that they elected. Well, and it's like not one of these people got through. Like they all got caught within a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you think you would be trying to bring in guns slowly over like a week's course, not just in one day, and get caught? You'd think so, but this whole thing doesn't really seem that well planned out. Well, and their whole plan... I saw I saw the fucking contract that they supposedly signed. Like, this... Who signed the contract? Uh, I was supposed... The contract was supposedly between Guaido and Silvercorp. Because the one guy in Florida who was a Guaido advisor, he said he's turning his back on Guaido and said he's like a triple spy. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's like, Guaido's kind of insane. 
And he was like well, a political he, he, advisor for him. He did declare himself president of a country that he never got elected for after an, an election that... The only reason that it got called into question is because the opposition that Guaido was a part of boycotted the election. But they still had a bigger turnout for the election than we have here. Didn't they try and, like, lock the elect like, where you vote? Didn't they, like, lock those boxes down or something? Uh, the opposition was harassing people at polling stations and stuff like that. They had, like, white Americans with guns, like, threatening people. Yeah. That was Venezuela? Uh, or is that happening somewhere else, too? No, Venezuela, there was controversy around the election. But that's what the Americans do when they want to create regime change. We covered that when we talked about Bolivia. Well, it's happening in Hades, too. America's trying to do a regime change there, but they're, like... The people have got guns, and they're, like, shooting cops and shit in the streets and, like, blowing buildings up. And they've, like, started blowing cars up in the street so cops can't get through. <laughs> but the cops are also just, like, popping shots off into crowds. Like, live ammo. It's getting buckwild in Hades, too. It's been going on in Haiti. Uh, Hillary Clinton helped overthrow someone that uh, caused a coup in Haiti in 2009. Well, her brother... I think we already talked about this, but her brother... Hillary's brother bought a gold mine in Hades and then he mysteriously died once they started mining a lot of gold. So there's like theories that Hillary killed her own brother for the gold and also like child trafficking. Because Hillary runs on children's hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the good old, and it has to be a scared infant. You have to traumatize them when that's what releases the adrenochrome, right? And the ador- <laughs> and the fucking adrenaline. She probably has to wake up from like 15 kids' adrenaline glands. <laughs> she has a podcast now with her fat daughter. Who the fuck would listen to that? Oh, I guess no. Like 5 million people. Actually, I, w- I would believe it. Have you seen um, some of the articles of her supporters? There was, there was one where the headline was like, Hillary Clinton isn't a politician. She's light itself. Or something like that. What the fuck? I've seen multiple like, like uh, articles like that. Like, That's so funny. The liberal mind is, is fucked in the head. It's funny how she would say Hillary's light where there's like visible pictures of her standing in front of like satanic portraits and like at the same places as where they like have found evidence of there was like sacrifices going on and shit <laughs> like she was on Epstein's Island a lot like the same amount as fucking Bill she she let her uh, I mean she got back together with her husband after he put a cigar in some fucking aid and she got she let him go on that plane like 25 times so I mean she also sucked the life out of him yeah, I'm you... pretty sure Hillary's a succubus cause if you see Bill Clinton now he's like all skin and bones he's just like getting the life drained out of him it's probably Satan coming back cause he's not doing what he's supposed to <laughs> 
Also, he got caught in a dress, and someone painted a picture of him. That Epstein had that picture. That's so fucking funny. It's not a picture. It's a huge painting. painting. Yeah, yeah. But he had that <laughs> painting on his wall at his New York mansion. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> well, and the, the fucked up thing about that is um, Will Smith, his security team was Epstein's security team in the early 2000s. The ones that were like got caught for kidnapping girls and like forcing them into the into the building his fucking mansion dude it's just a, it's a giant club and we're not in it I don't want to be in it no I don't find children sexy <laughs> <laughs> I find them fucking horrid and disgusting I'm at, yeah I'm kind of like terrified of them I don't know how you could get a boner when some kid has a snot booger hanging out <laughs> But that's why I'm not rich either, I suppose. Yeah, you gotta be willing to... You don't get rich from being a good person. That's probably about, like, how they how they bind loyalty in that club. Is, like... By making you fuck a kid in front of someone. Well, and then it's like, um... Who's the Microsoft fuck? Bill Gates. Bill Gates, like, claims he never knew Epstein, but there's, like, evidence of him knowing Epstein in, like, the 90s. Like, there's pictures of him hanging out with Epstein in the 90s. And he, there's also, he was involved with Epstein after he was convicted in 2008. His first conviction. Yeah, didn't he get off that? Well, he... Yeah, he got off because he got, like, a a sweetheart deal. They did a sealed indictment so he didn't have to expose any of his co-conspirators. And he did a 13-month sentence uh, at, like, a minimum security prison where he could leave during the day if he wanted. (laughs) Like, and then that guy, the guy, the prosecutor who gave him that deal became Trump's labor secretary. How the fuck do you go from that to labor secretary? What the fuck is a labor secretary anyways? It's just one of the cabinet positions of the US government. Fake job. Well, they're supposed to be in charge of labor, but in the in the states it means you side with the corporations and make sure that the workers always get the short end of the stick. That's fucked. Yeah, like, that whole little web is kind of fucked. And there's, like, more and more shit, and, like, none of... No one's been punished. Like, our society loves punitive justice for poor people, but the rich can do whatever the fuck they want. It's punishment enough that their reputation was damaged. (laughs) Just take a quick break. I have to piss. All right. And fart. Real loud. And we're back. <laughs> Just listening to a little bit of uh, the local news, and now I'm my blood pressure is higher. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna give big businesses fucking tax cuts and and, and benefit relief unless they like. <laughs> have been avoiding taxes which they all have been so yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work I like how that anchor was like 
In Canada, you're allowed to avoid taxes. You're just not allowed to evade them. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I think, okay. Um, no, there is no difference. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to think of what he meant by the difference there, but there is no difference. When you when you, you just when said you evade something, you're trying to avoid doing <laughs> something, and when you avoid stuff, you just you're said evading. the s- same thing but two different words. That's why our, our laws need to be. We need to just get rid of them, and just operate on natural law. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as a, a six foot tall white man. <laughs> What I just found out is there's possibly going to be another election at the end of this year. Well, um... Or is it just going to be like a leader change? Because the because it's a minority government, minority governments in Canada usually only last like two years. And then they'll have a, a confidence vote in the, the House. And if you lose... Then you have to call an election. Because Andrew Shear is a piece of shit and quit because he's a dumb bitch. He got tired of how... He, he really shouldn't be a politician because his, his whole thing is just him pretending to be a human. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we, we're going to have an election here. It, it'll take... Does Trudeau have to call for it, though, or... Does the House call for it? Uh, well, okay. Right now, in order to pass a law, he has to convince either the NDP or the Greens. Well, I guess there's, there's not many Greens, but... There's like two seats for the Greens, isn't there? Yeah. Or the, the Conservatives have to sign on, or you have to get a few Conservatives. And most people in Canada vote with their party. Um, so if he can't convince the NDP to sign on to a law he's trying to pass, uh, then he has, he'll have to call an election. So, so how did he just make that gun law then? Obviously the NDP were on board for that. I bet the conservatives were too. No, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, the conservatives in Canada, they're they're all about law and order. Like that that's their whole thing. The our our uh, MP for out here fucking uh he sends his gay little newsletters all the time and it's always like I'm trying to do stuff about rural crime. Cuz didn't like, Steve, what what rural crime is there? Didn't Stephen Drug Harper kids? implement a bunch of gun laws? Uh Cause didn't he wasn't he the one who like almost made it illegal to have rifles? No, that was the that was the other liberal government, the long gun registry. Yeah, Harper got rid of the long gun registry. Ah, but he made pot super illegal. Yeah, and like mandatory minimums for drug crimes and stuff. What a piece of shit! We're <laughs> getting off topic again. Back to fucking. Canada, I fucking hate how we have so many elections. Like, I don't even know who's in government, ever. (laughs) Because everyone just keeps changing. Well, dude, really it doesn't matter in Canada. Because 
we just flip flop between liberal and conservatives, and they they don't dis they do, they're the same basically the same party if you look at fiscally. It's just they differ on social issues, and maybe like stuff like the environment. The liberals believe believe in climate the climate change stuff but they're not going to do anything to fix it whereas the conservatives don't believe in it and they're not going to do anything to fix it <laughs> well in fucking Ontario's opening businesses again which is a bad idea because they have the most cases of COVID like, Alberta's about to open up bars and restaurants this weekend yeah, it's going to be a shit show. And, all, like, f- what they say, 500 national parks are opening up, but only for day use. So, like, now we're just going to get COVID in the trees. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I personally think that's all part of the the control thing. Like, they they locked everything down hard just to see whether they could get away with it. And, this is like a test plan to... And it, in Alberta, I don't think it really worked. It was fucking busier out in this rural town I'm in. Yeah, I'm surprised more people ways. didn't get tickets. Like, well, shouldn't they be giving tickets to people? No, man, they shouldn't. They can't give you a ticket for being outside. They should give people from Calgary tickets from coming out here. Yeah, I'd prefer if people from Calgary just wouldn't come out here ever, but... Um, I don't know. I get why people are coming out here. Because the gates are supposed to open up on Friday, aren't they? Is May it... 15th? Oh, yeah, Isn't they are. that what they typically open up? I believe so. And they're, op- they're supposed to be open this week. Well, now they're allowed to be open again. I got a warning when I was up there. From a cop? Yeah. They left a thing saying, they're like, while the trails are open, uh, it's illegal to park on the road up here. What? Yeah. They, they were like, it said, um, it said, if you have to drive to get here, you should consider not coming here. What, do they want you to ride your fucking horses? But they never stopped and talked to me. I saw them... I've been up there a few times and when they were closed. And no one stopped and talked to me. They just left this little note on my windshield. That's fucking retarded. Well, it should be interesting at the end of May when COVID cases go up way well, up. Well, I think that's part of the plan. Because when, when the cases go way up... Then people are going to be begging for lockdowns. Because they're dropping now. Like, Canada doesn't have that many cases, really. I think there's, like, less than 5,000 in all of Canada. Except for, yeah, most of them are out of Cargill. (laughs) Yeah, fucking Cargill. That horseshit place. I think they're open right now. Yeah, they were. There was a big... uh, And they fucking... They had they have the majority of the cases amongst their employees, especially for this area. And don't most of those people live in High River? Yeah, well, the reason they open back up is because it's mostly Filipinos and temporary foreign workers. So of course they open back up. Jason Kenny wants them all dead, anyways. Yeah, Cargill's a fucking Texas family company, anyways. 
They, there's 14 billionaires in that family. And they couldn't pay for PPE for their employees. Like, they couldn't. Uh, yeah, they didn't even lay off people when the government was like, you legally have to lay people off. Because there's no way you could go to Cargill, they're already, the slaughterhouse, and not be six feet from each other. Well, you guarantee they're already staffed as minimum amount of staff as possible. And they probably got hit hard because they work. It's shift work, which isn't healthy for your body. Well, there's people there all the time. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's no, it's, no one out. Twenty four hour shift, so no one out there is washing their hands. <laughs> True. It's fucking cow shit and COVID. Well, and there, um, if you know how those how temporary foreign workers live in this country, it's probably like twenty people. <laughs> not, maybe not twenty, but it's got to be like. There's 10, like four there's, people to each room. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, that's with the parents' room. There's like eight people in there while the parents are banging. <laughs> <laughs> But that's why they're they're, it's it's white people that aren't gonna get meat if the uh, meat plant closes down. Well, Quebec. Like God for God forbid we have to be inconvenienced and not eat meat for a while. Well, it's not even we we could buy meat from other farmers too. Like there's, I don't know how Alberta doesn't just buy locally farmed meat. We should or be, locally ranched meat. We should be buying locally. That's actually that's actually something that needs to be implemented globally. We need to grow our own food, and we need to like it's it, how how fucking retarded is that we we uh, have to transport food like beef from Brazil and shit. I don't think that. you should be sending meat across borders. Like, there's no reason why every country can't have, like, their own slaughterhouse and shit like that. Well, and you're, you'd be... Because if you had more slaughterhouses, you wouldn't need giant Cargill plants that fucking stink up, like, three towns. And there's your... Because we're going to... We're having... We've had, uh, I think in the States, 30 million people have lost their jobs. Something like 300,000 people in Alberta have lost their jobs. Like America's hit 50% at unemployment. And a, a lot of these, I heard they're close around 25%. This was... Which is like this, twice what the Great Depression was. 50% was at the beginning of March, but they've started reopening jobs so they can go back to work. Like Texas is back to work. They have nightclubs opening up. A lot of those jobs aren't coming back, though. A lot of those jobs are permanently gone. Like, in 2014, when the oil patch crashed here, those jobs that they say they're, are coming back, those jobs didn't come back. They got automated. And that, that's kind of the generation we're living in. Well, I think a lot of people are learning that their jobs can be done from home. Yeah. Like, there's no reason people should be driving downtown Calgary to go to our office. When all you really need is a printer and a fax machine and you a don't computer. Need a fax machine, yeah, you don't even need a printer or a fax machine now. You just send emails. Because I know a shit ton of people that worked office jobs that are working from home now. 
And it's like, why don't you just do that? It would be better for the environment. It makes Calgary a lot funner to drive in. I don't like that because it's it's the work life intruding more on your home life. I I don't. I think if you modify like. I think if you modified it so that you could still have a way to separate your home and like work from home, but figure out a way to separate your home life from your work life. You just build an office. Cause he, like the way, the way the system goes now is they put more and more work on you. They make you more and more productive, but they don't pay you more and they just collect more money for the company. <laughs> So wouldn't that be better though if you just stayed at home and worked? If if it didn't involve like your work monitoring what you were doing while you were at home, and if you worked like if you worked didn't have to work more hours, like if it was still you were, could limit your hours, because like these. If we we're going to worry about the health of the population, we should be worrying about ways to alleviate stress. And like this pandemic time, has it's been stressful for people. Because there, there hasn't really been a time in history where a person's had to work from home while homeschooling their kids. Yeah, and most kids aren't even really being homeschooled. Like, the online schools are kind of bullshit. It's not really a thing. They just send out booklets to the kids that they're supposed to do. Yeah. And they can do an entire eight hours day of school in an hour. So it really shows you how waste of time schools are. Well, schools are more about um, child care than they are about teaching. I think they're like 100% child care. That's and that's why they're required because because there's jobs are disappearing as we automate more things. That's why people are staying in, in school longer is because then they don't they can't take their parents' job. Yeah, being a professional student is actually a thing. Cuz like getting credentialed doesn't mean you're better at a job or you're more suited for a job. All it means is that you were able to memorize shit better than the next guy. You don't even have to memorize stuff anymore because you can, like, bring your computers into tests and shit. Yeah, well, that's... With... It's so funny how we have, like... We've got these education systems set up where we just sit there and memorize shit. But well, that like, doesn't... That doesn't teach you, like... You need to learn how to comprehend things. Like, aptitude tests are fucking bullshit. Because most aptitude tests, the answer is, like, in the question. You just got to, like, find the key words and you can figure the answer out. And it's just, there's, you got to, like, a 25% chance of getting it right because there's only four or four answers to each question. And standardized testing doesn't teach, it doesn't show whether you're actually learning stuff. It just, the teachers focus more, more on teaching just to the test. So it, it only tells you whether the teacher spent enough time on that, those like topics. Like, all those standardized tests, before you do the test, they, like, show you last year's tests so you can, like, yeah, it pretty much figure out what's going to happen anyways. It reflects poorly on the teacher if her students fail. So it's more about, it's more of a test for the teachers, but it, 
they've proven there's been studies that prove that it doesn't mean that students comprehend things better and that's like you need to teach people how to learn not so much focus on pumping them full of information teach them how to acquire that the information that they need well and it's like I also think that they should be giving high school kids like actual jobs like letting them go do labor work like Um, figure out if they want to do labor work or something like you shouldn't if you don't want to know about like biomass and biodiversity shit you shouldn't have to be forced to learn it and if you fail at it and you fail school then how is that fair for someone who just is it does it's not bad to be a, a grocery store worker or like a fucking laborer but like if you don't go to college they like claim you're retarded well it's like some of the smartest people I know build houses and that's all they do well and um grocery store workers and shit that's a I've I've worked in that type of job and it is not an easy job it's emotionally taxing when you got on the body it's it's not stimulating mentally like you you have to like know when produce is bad you have to like know the signs if it's bad you gotta like keep food safe for people to eat so there should be some sort of minor schooling in that I'm like saying we need less schooling, more on-the-job training. Well, that's what I mean when I say schooling. Is like, like, we need vocational training. Like, training, like, okay, in the 40s when my grandfather was in Yugoslavia, when they got to high school, they could pick a trade and start on a trade then. So he, when he got out of high school, he was a millwright. That's what I mean by... They should be doing stuff like that. That's what I mean is, like, they should give kids the chance to, like, be able to come, like, positive construction workers, not like the dipshits I know, where they just grab a broom and hide when the boss comes and make 30 bucks an hour. (laughs) Just leave all the work to, like, two guys out of an eight-man crew. Because that's, like, most construction workers. They don't know what they're doing. They just pick up a broom and look busy. (laughs) And then there's like two or three guys that actually know what they're doing and do all the work. I think that's a lot to do with the like the culture we we're brought up in. There's, yeah. It's a lot of me, me, me bullshit. It, like people get trained to just look busy, not be busy. Just look like you're busy. Yeah. And like if we went on like what people actually do for their jobs, you'd probably have to lay off a lot of people... For just sweeping. Because they don't actually do anything. They just sweep up for eight hours. And take like half an hour shits. But that's because we've got this false. Like. This false thing that. The amount of time we spend at work. Is equal to amount of productivity. So the the more time you spend at work. The more productive you are. Which isn't true. No like. It doesn't correlate at all. I've done more work in four hours than, like, at my last job, I've done more work in four hours with one other guy than an eight-man crew on the other job did in, like, four weeks. Like, we built the bottom half of a house in six hours, and the other crew built two rooms in a reno house 
It took him eight weeks to build and these you, four walls. And you still had to be there at the same amount of time as those guys. We did. We had to. We pretty much finished two weeks of work in six hours, and then still had to stay till like six o'clock, and just just for like fuck it, just fucked around for three hours because we were tired. And the other crew just were sitting down and then get up, like, shoot a wall into the ground, sit back down, go on their phones. Oh, I couldn't do that. Like, that's why it should be more about what you get done in a day as opposed to how much time you spend in a day. So you, you should be paid based off of... <clears throat> you should be paid more based off of... Uh, what you do. What you do, Not yeah. for how long you do it. Yeah. And I, th- I also think that we need to, like, not do these gay team building, ap- like, things to the to get people to work together, but find a way to make, like, an emotional connection there where it's, like, you're not working hard is where you can feel that if you're not working hard, it's bad for your co-workers. Well, you definitely can tell the kids who played sports... Because they can work well with others than kids who didn't play sports. Who are just like fucking antisocial. You can't help with shit. <laughs> I honestly believe kids should be forced to play some sort of sports. As kids. Well that's part of like. That's part of what school's about is the socialization stuff. Not even just for like team building stuff. But like exercise. Like. You like. Gym class isn't mandatory in schools anymore which I think is stupid yeah because then you just have a bunch of kids sitting down vaping all day well they it's funding is why gym classes get cut to gym and class is like the least expensive we've we've got a we've got a government that they want to privatize education they want it so the rich kids get school and the poor kids don't. <laughs> That's like the Catholic school system just got a shit ton of money from the government to like fix their schools up. Just like the Catholic school system got money, not the public school system. No, the public school system had cuts where they had to have the biggest job lay off in the history of the province. You know, Calgary... Before COVID, Calgary had like 40 to 50 kids' classrooms. Like, how are you supposed to learn anything with 50 other kids and two teachers? That's the conservative game is you you underfund stuff so that it doesn't function properly. And then you say, oh, well, the private sector can do it so much better. And then the people that can afford it get... Get to feel all exclusive and better, and it reinforces the class dynamics. Well, we're about to have private health care. Well, that's the other thing that they're trying to do. The, you, the fucking idiots in this province voted for this shit, too. Yeah, if you're conservative, I bet you feel like a real fucking asshole right now. You're voting against your your class interests. And it's like the conservative people are the only ones having kids now. <laughs> you just like fucking slapped yourself in the face because now your kids are dumb as shit. Yeah. And they're not going to get good jobs, so you're not going to get a retire. And you're probably going to. And if it, if the UCP gets their way and our pri- healthcare is privatized, you're not going to be able to. 
your kid's going to get sick and you're going to have to decide whether you want a home to live in or whether you want to help your sick kid. Because if you look at it in America, a broken arm is like 20 grand. Yeah, man. It's like $1,000 a day for a bed. Just a bed. $1,000 for a... a, a, Up to $3,000 for an ambulance ride? Yeah. And you have to pay it. Yeah. Or you can literally have them them foreclose on your home because of medical debt. I forget what the stat is, but there's some unreal amount of people that go bankrupt from medical debt in the States. This world's turning to shit real fast. Well, our health minister in Alberta, he, him and his wife own a private health insurance company. And some of the procedures that they cut um, from our public health care, their company covers those procedures. See, isn't that illegal? It should be. But we do, they, uh, fire, they change the rules so that they get to, I think... They get to appoint their own ethics commissioner. It, it's some we, there's like a whole web of corruption with these people. Because weren't you saying Black Diamond Turner Valley's municipal people are fucking around too? Like, aren't they supposed to release their yeah their proceedings and they're, they're, they haven't been? I tried to watch their council meetings and the like half of the meeting is confidential. It's like, how the fuck can we have... How, how are we having confidential meetings? It's yeah, what like, the fuck are you guys talking about? Supposedly, in our, our wonderful liberal democracy, these people work for me, but... They, What's they confidential? Don't. The fucking deer in town? Yeah. Like, fuck. All you have to worry about is roads and clean drinking water. No, it's confidential because each and every one of them has some little project that... Like, some little personal project they want done in their neighborhood. And that's the only reason they're on council. We need to burn the city town hall down. Yeah, we need to, uh... Yeah. We need to, like, knock out... Take some pages from the IRA handbook. Yeah. (laughs) Except for blowing up children. No, we gotta... The only targets are police. Police and military installations... The electrical grid, uh, telecommunications. <laughs> the what is it? The five G that's causing COVID. The cell phone towers people think are causing COVID. There, there, there's people in uh, the UK that are burning down. So actually, I think in Quebec too. I thought it was Newfoundland. An old lady blew a or lit something on fire. One of the cell phone or the power lines. It was some eastern province. It, I think it was Quebec. It probably was. Like, she let the whole telephone pole on fire. <laughs> like, what a fucking psycho. See, we've got people that are willing to do stuff. They're just, they, they just they're, don't know what they're supposed to do. No, they're, they're blaming the wrong people for their problems and they're attacking the wrong shit. Well, it's like, they've completely stopped talking about that mass shooting. Dude. Which, we haven't had a mass shooting in, what, like, 20 years? Uh, yeah, I think it was... Other than that one dude who tried to rush the parliament. But he he never shot people, he got lit up. 
Yeah, we don't have very many. I think, dude, false flag. They they made assault rifles illegal like immediately after. Yeah, like three days after. And that guy was literally wearing like a legit RCMP uniform and had a a legit cop car. And it was the new style cop car too. Well, it's not that hard to get cop car decals. But to get the exact car... I, I saw pictures of the car. It was a cop car. Was it the Dodge Charger one? And you notice that Trudeau was able to pass that long gun... Or the assault rifle thing with, like, no no challenge whatsoever? Well, he just passed that law saying he can change laws without the House. That was in Alberta, I think. Just Alberta? Because I thought it was Trudeau who passed the law saying they can change the laws without having to go to vote. I thought... I remember they were talking about it, but I don't think... Because that's how they passed... I thought it did pass, because that's how they passed the gun law immediately. Oh, okay. Because they would have had to vote on that. I should have maybe read up on the... the... I'm pretty sure it was Trudeau who, who, like, made that law where they can sign bills without the House. I know for sure that, um... Alberta, they can do that because the one guy um, used it already to give some loan to some oil company. <laughs> he gave a loan to an oil company that didn't even stay. He just yeah. took the loan and left. Yeah. Like they just handed our fucking taxes to someone and they just left. Handed our taxes to someone who's not even Canadian. Dude, that's what they've been doing for in, the entire history of oil in this province. Like, Norway has a sovereign wealth fund that has trillions of dollars in it. We've got a couple billion <laughs> stashed away in our heritage fund. Our fucking schools are falling apart. Our schools aren't even open. No, yeah, our schools <laughs> aren't even open. Our healthcare system can't handle a flu a pandemic. Well, and like, a lot of the... The COVID-19 deaths in America, there's evidence that shows, like, a lot of the flu deaths were just uh, rewritten as COVID deaths. And um, I'm pretty sure I was saying that all along before the right-wing grifters got hooked on. The average death rate for the... The average age death rate for COVID is higher than the average age death rate in America. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, the comorbidity where they've they've died from something else. There's that guy. COVID. There's a guy that got shot thirty times, and the coroner wrote down death due to COVID. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> I just watched the Elon Cuck podcast with Joe Rogan, and he was talking about. How the actual COVID deaths Don't are get like me started on Elon Musk. I hate it. Just let me finish this. He like said fifty percent like the COVID deaths the actual deaths are like fifty percent lower than what they're actually saying. Yeah, I've known I I know the numbers are are skewed. Even the fucking corrupt news people are like the numbers are skewed. Well it, we don't have, like, because they're not doing mass testing, 
we don't we only have the testing for people that have been diagnosed and the numbers aren't very high no there's not even like there's they were claiming like thousands in can or alberta and there's like less than 500 all from cargill yeah <laughs> there's like cargill had over a hundred people with it there's a meat packing plant by Banff where everyone had it. <laughs> and that was only in the news for like an hour. And it's like a meat packing plant right beside the reservations. Apparently the reservations are getting hit hard. But they're not talking about it. What a surprise. That hasn't been going on since the smallpox blankets. And well, since European contact. Yeah, like, I literally think... First Nations have always been the ones that suffer the most. Someone just went from Calgary and just started rubbing all the rec centers on the reservations with COVID. What? <laughs> it's just a theory, but it's probably what happened. Yeah, I mean, especially since uh, they were getting blamed for our economy being down for a couple, like, raggedy-ass blockades. <laughs> Should we take a quick break? Sure. We're, we're rambling now. Alright, we're back. For the last seven minutes, we're gonna shit on Elon Cuck for being a rich piece of shit. Even though he's not the worst of the richest people. But he's still pretty bad. He's reopening his Tesla factory in California, and now he's like claiming he's gonna move to Nevada and Texas. After California gave him uh, tax subsidies, the federal government gave him money to to do Tesla. Well, the, the, I'm not standing up for Elon Cuck, but like Ford and GM and Toyota have already reopened their places in like Indiana and Texas. So it's not like what he's doing is different. It's just the media doesn't like Elon Cuck. He, I don't like him because he treats his workers like shit. How do you know that? There's tons of articles about it. Really? Yeah, dude. So, him complaining about California because they have labor laws, that doesn't... It's like... If we... You fucking idiots are the reason we have to have labor laws because... You guys will fucking just take advantage of your workers and let them die on the job and pay them as little as possible. <laughs> hey, he's one of those self-made millionaires, which means he had them. And by had them, I mean slaves. Literally. His parents, his dad owned an emerald mine in apartheid Africa. Noticed how every self-made millionaire at some point's family had slaves? Yeah, um, you notice every single one of these billionaires has the same exact story, but they always had rich parents. Yeah, they started out with $10 million and built a company from the $10 million up. It's but like self-made just means slave owner. <laughs> <laughs> Self-made means that your parents injected enough money to get your company started. 
Oh, and then, like, look how shitty he is of a parent. What did he name his fucking son? Is that a, is it a boy? I don't know. It's a robot, so it's probably unisex. Yeah, I forget what it was named. They I just changed the parts out like a fucking engine oil. I know his wife said something about naming it after their favorite plane, which is a U.S. military plane. And she was like, non-violent. And it was like, yeah, it was non-violent in the sense that it didn't actually drop the bombs or Agent Orange in Vietnam. It just pointed where to drop them. What's the name? Uh, it's A-12 is the last part of it. They're going to name their son A-12? Yeah, that's, daughter? it's X-I-A-12. God, I, that definitely proves that they just have a robot that they're building. Well, no, like, why would you name your kid after a U.S. warplane? Like, you're proud of killing children? <laughs> I don't think parents should be allowed to name their kids anymore. You should just have to, like, pull a name out of a hat and that's your name. Because <laughs> the names that people are coming out with are fucking retarded. I mean, at least it's better than, like, another fucking Autumn or Apple or Haley. (laughs) It's funny how people predetermine their child being a fucking whore by the names they give them. Yeah. Like Shannon. Or even Shay's a pretty whore name. Shannon's going to be fucking yelling at, uh... Shannon's going to be pregnant with a cigarette in her hand and a glass of wine. Yelling at a Walmart cashier. Asking to talk to the manager. (laughs) Just try to talk shit on Elon Musk and just start talking shit on girls' names. (laughs) Gotta get back to Elon Cuck, though. He's just a fucking douchebag. I just... He's a whiny little petulant bitch. And I really hate all the weird nerds that defend him. Joe Rogan's fucking a dick rider on Elon Cook. And Tesla is not going to save the planet. Like, they have to use way too much slave labor for to extract the conflict minerals out of the Congo. Um, it requires fossil fuels to build these fucking cars. So, like, everyone who thinks that you're going to be able to switch from gas cars to everyone being able to buy an electric car is, like, the world's going to be over before that happens. Dude, the world's going to be over before 2021. Oh, we can only hope. Like, I'm just fucking excited to see how terrible opening bars and restaurants is going to be this weekend. Dude, we're going to say we're seriously going to get... It's going to go horribly wrong. They're going to be like, this was a mistake. And then everyone's more than willingly going to lock themselves back up. As long as they keep giving me two grand every month, it's whatever. But when that cu- when that stops, I'm going to have to f- fucking th- start throwing Molotovs. We might have to anyway. So, uh, I was out west of town here and they logged one of my favorite spots. And I think we... They did that fucking pretty quietly, too. Because have you seen logging trucks come through town at all? Yeah, I followed... I kept having to follow one to work every day. 
Really? Yeah, because I kept, I kept leaving at the wrong time. Because I haven't seen one logging truck at all. They're done now, I think, but it, they trashed that place. Now there's just a bunch of tree stumps. And I found out we have biomass plants in Alberta, which means that some of those logs could have just been going to burn so we can make electricity and look at porn. Your porn's evil, I just found out this week. It's highly addictive. (laughs) (laughs) And I just found out I might be addicted to porn. See, we're going to burn down our forest so you can look at porn? Just so I can... We're going to kill the ecosystem so I can jerk off to step-sibling porn? Yeah, what is this world coming to? Because literally, that's all the the only porn that exists now is stepsister porn. Well, they like take old porn and just like, I know what this porn was about, and it had nothing to do with step family, but they just rename it step son, step mom, and I'm like, it's not even close to what the porn is. It's just a mature, mature natural banging young boy. What? They just rebranded it as step step family porn. Do people really have that kind of fantasy? Like, I've never had a step sibling, so. I don't know. Obviously, you're they not going to admit it on the podcast if you wanted to fuck one of your step siblings. I wanted to fuck one of my step siblings. <laughs> I even got drunk with her and tried to do it, but couldn't because I got too drunk. Okay, so maybe that maybe the porn is like real life. There is some validity to Steph family porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's an hour. Let's end it there. And we know the stepfathers will fuck their stepdaughters because the real fathers already fuck their daughters. And we're ending it there. Yeah, we probably should cut that. No, we're ending it there. Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Start watching the news. We might have to sign some petitions. With Molotovs. Also, Elon Cuck is a slave owner. Trudeau's a bitch. He's a real cunty bitch. Um, good night, I guess. Yeah, good night. Fuck you. <laughs>